Welcome back to Behind the Steel Curtain and Steelers Touchdown Under. I'm your host today, Mark Davison. In the first part, I hope hopefully you got some good information out of that. We talked a little bit about Juju uh, and where he fits with the team and what his leadership and the mentality to do with his brand and, and the Steelers brands. Uh, also, near the end, I hope you stuck around for a little bit there as well. Had two super chat questions. Uh, Maddie's internet's playing up, so let's take the, 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 the show uh, solo just for now. Uh, as as Port Nakwemba says here, Maddie is just staring to, into the, the the blank screen. Yeah, no idea what's going on with the internet, but hey, look, let's talk some Steelers. What what did everyone think about about the OTAs, um, the organised team activities? There was one thing because I was away um, up in Brisbane, so I didn't have too much. I wasn't really a part of the live chats the last last week. So my thoughts on the OTAs were, jeez. <laughs> um, uh, my thoughts on the OTAs, I did see a few videos with the, the quarterbacks throwing the football. Um, Big Ben threw a massive dime uh, uh, to Najee Harris on, on, the, on the, the route there. However, these, these, are, these are balls that they're not getting rushed by any defense. They're just getting their mechanics warmed up. They're just starting to play football. And I know it's, it's an exciting time. It's a very exciting time. So in America now, it's coming into your summer, I believe. We're, we're in our winter. We're wearing our jumpers. Um, yeah, like it's it's a it's a fun time. I remember even seeing uh, on the, the video there was uh, Rudolph, uh, Josh Dobbs, and Haskins there as well. So they're all starting to, to sling the rock. So we have our we'll start to go into to more Q and A because Maddie's not here. He's still frozen. He just just left the screen again. All right. So Donna Nolan. OTAs, Jalen Samuels looking good, even though Wes will not like it. That's a fair point. Look, I know I know Wes comes into our chat. He's a, he's a great behind the steel curtain, um, a contributor here. But I kind of like Jalen Samuels. Now I, I could I could be wrong, but I've I've, I've always liked him. I, I thought he's a he's a hard runner. There's one game against the was it the Patriots? I believe he put up big numbers. Um, it just seems to be that he he can be a one cut runner as well. But he but he shows heart. He shows true grit. So. If he's working behind Najee Harris, McFarlane, maybe he's a fourth back. This has to be has to be somewhere somewhere in there that he has a chance to to excel. I I don't think I don't believe he'll get cut. Let's let's put it that way. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, who do we have here? Bad itch says it's even more fun to watch you shake your head and laugh. Yeah, I probably I, I I'm a bit like bad here. I can't multitask. So when I'm reading the chat. Uh, and trying to talk Steelers football and also trying to get my mate uh, Maddie back in. We're having a yarn. We're Steelers touching on with two blokes talking. Uh, it, look, you guys, you guys, you guys uh, <laughs> do make me quite, quite uh, laugh quite a lot. And so what else do we think about the Steelers coming up? Is I believe there's, there's mini camps and training camps. Now, for me, it's way too early because I know a lot of the, the, the mainstream media um, – a lot of the mainstream media is saying the Steelers aren't worth anything. I know a lot of the, the betting markets here, uh, even in Australia, that the Steelers are third. I still don't believe that right now as we sit with Najee, um, guys like that, and then the new offense, and hopefully with, new, with Matt Canada, that we are that we are third. Like how – how the, I don't understand. I might go into a rant. This might help. How are the Browns – like how are the Browns number one over us? And maybe the Ravens, but I, like, like we said last week, I still think on the other side of things, I think the Ravens are trending down. We have our mate Aaron in the chat. I don't think they're, they're going to be a bigger threat as we, as we think. Um, and the Steelers, look, no one's – people are counting us out already. Yes, we went 11-0, but 
But Cam Hayward came out this week and, and, and uh, defended his quarterback and said, look, you know, he's my quarterback. He's done well. Big Ben's done some great things. I don't think we're going to go um, under 500 or we're going to win seven games. It's just not going to happen. So we have our mate Ezra uh, with a chat here. So who do you think will have a bigger impact, Spillane or Highsmith? I think Spillane is the next Larry Foote. That's a big question. Spillane had that massive hit last year, 41 into to Derrick Henry. Um, Spillane got injured near the end. Also, Spillane had that pick six on Lamar. <sighs> Look, I kind of hope, to, to answer your question, I kind of hope they have both have a great impact. It's going to be fun to watch Highsmith on the edge. Um, and and where where will Spillane sit? Is he ne- number two next to Bush? It's Bush number one, Spillane in the middle, and Highsmith. Highsmith going to number, number year two. Will he put up big numbers as well? We don't know. Uh, hopefully, TJ Watt. There's one thing about this defense. I really want to see. I really want to see TJ Watt um, have a big chance in the playoffs. So, so, so recently in the last few years, TJ Watt is a great player, but we haven't won a we haven't won a uh, playoff game with him. So it's gonna be it's gonna be good to see the football coming back on his side. And is he gonna go lights out? And then we have a really big chance. So I still think we need to win at least one game this year to get a lot of fans like you know back on the Steelers train and, and really think we have a, we have a, we have a chance to win. Look, it's very up and down at the moment. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, is here, and I'm sorry, audio guys. This is a, this is my first time going live, and and Maddie ditched me. Uh, Maddie fumbles, Mark D scooped it up, headed for the end zone. Paint, I mean touchdown zone. Day, I could be a, I could be a, a radio announcer. All right, so we're heading into uh, we have Shield on here, 91. Which QB backup you keen to see in preseason? Haskins is a complete wild card. But Rudolph is still there, and I would actually like to see how he carries a game or two. It's a very interesting question. I still have high hopes for Rudolph. I, I, I don't believe that if a player's going to be in the, in the team for, what's he now, three or four years, that I don't believe he's, he's just dirt. He's got to be there for a reason. He's got to be number two for a reason. Um, he put, Rudolph played really well last year um, with the Browns, like in that Versa game. I, I think... If we versed our starters versus the Browns there, we might have a chance to win. But I believe we only lost by two points. And I think uh, Rudolph went three touchdowns and maybe an interception. So I think he's, he's matured as a quarterback. He's starting to, to learn the game and to really uh, get with it to, to know our players. Now, Haskins as well. I don't know anything about Haskins. All I know is he came from the Washington football team. Uh, number one draft picked. Look, it's preseason as well. So I still believe I think Rudolph will beat Haskins out. And once he does, it's going to be Big Ben, Rudolph, Haskins, and maybe will uh, Josh Dobbs even have a spot? Now, last year with Josh Dobbs, um, he helped out Ben on the on the offense, or just reading plays and and and, and trying to figure those things out. So it's very it's very interesting, and I'll, I'll be very honest as well because we are so far away in Australia. Um, we we only get a lot of uh, NFL live like like videos and chat. So it's always good. That's why I joined up with uh, Behind the Steel Curtain is to get your guys' input and just to see see more of a, a Steeler lens because they don't cover the, – the, the NFL doesn't cover the Steelers here. They used to a little bit. 
but they, they really don't uh, cover them anymore. And we have another uh, comment here from Ezra. Says, Julio immediately, uh, would immediately make Lamar a real QB. Now, there has been reports as well about Julio Jones heading to the Ravens. So that would be very interesting. So Julio is just a uh, look, an amazing player. He's almost, he's almost seven foot tall. Um, he's, he made catches in, in that uh, Super Bowl that, you know, the Falcon shooter won. If he goes to the Ravens, how will he be used? Is, is he a block? He's not really a blocking receiver. Now, can Lamar take time and, and, and put presence in the pocket and really uh, begin to move the ball his way? He's got weapons. Ravens have weapons with, with Hollywood Brown as well. So where does he really fit? Is it more of a buyer where they, they, take, uh, they take Julio and it's just, oh, it's just a flashy player to add to the list? So that's look, and I think we can. I think we can handle Julio. We can put Joe Hayden, or we can use our defense to, to rough him up. But the big thing is, if Julio went to the Ravens, then you've still got the Steelers' defense to to, to push that pocket and and force and force fumbles. Um, on I, I don't I don't trust Lamar. So that's 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 my two cents anyway. And and Don, Donald says here. Uh, not with Big Al blocking for him. Exactly. Like, I think Big Al played well well for us as well. But on the offensive line to do with the Ravens, I don't – this is the, this is the one year I've always said that the Steelers versus Ravens is always 20-17, uh, 17-14, win by three, lose by three. I, I get this feeling that that the Ravens – look, this is, a, this is a big year. This is a big year for the Ravens and for Lamar Jackson to really – put everyone like me in our place and say, oh, I can play football. I can throw it 300 yards. I can do whatever I want to do and still run over you. So I, I think the Steelers have a bit of, uh, have a bit of an edge um, this year over the, over the Ravens. But like, what, what do I really know? I'm just the guy upside down um, talking, talking football. Now, if you guys have any, any questions about uh, Australia or anything else um, or, or with the Steelers and maybe, Maybe what's what's next to come? Um, have you guys ever been to? If for me in this time now, if I can put my Aussie Aussie spin on it, uh, what is it now? It's uh, heading into June, so we're coming into our winter month, and it's your guys' summer. So we get a bit, you know, it gets a bit colder, um, and then we, we really hope for like I'm I'm waiting for August. I can't I cannot I cannot wait for August to happen because and then it's it's the it's the Steelers versus Cowboys in the in the Hall of Fame game. And actually, before 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 all the the madness was the CV nineteen, I was heading over to uh, to the Hall of Fame game to to see Troy, and that that would have been amazing. I spent all my all my big tickets. I had a, a three or four day uh, event planned, and I was so ready. So, if you guys can get there or like can can uh, watch the game on TV, it's going to be amazing to see to see our Troy. Um, inducted into the Hall of Fame. So yeah, well, I was I was so uh, annoyed that that once all these things started to happen, that I had to refund my tickets. And now for me in Australia, we're still under certain lockdown, so we can't can't go overseas without 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 permission, which I don't fully agree with. But uh, I really I'm trying. I really if I can get over there the next year or two, I really want to. But I think for the for the Steelers uh, timeline. Heading into to mini camp, training camp, and it's going to be really fun to see who what happens with our Steelers 
in this Hall of Fame game. It might not mean, mean much to a lot of people, but we're still versing the Cowboys. And if we can beat the Cowboys and the Hall of Fame and do it for Troy, that, that'd be nothing better. And I guarantee you, um, with the, the Steelers versus Cowboys, they're gonna, there's going to be about uh, 70% will be, will be Steelers-related fans. And Bad Itch has another comedy. We'll try and jump in. I'm more, I'm more or less guys in your living room now. I'm in, I'm in, you guys are running the show. So I'm, I'm in your living room. Ravens have been trying to get a real receiver all offseason. However, any receiver with hands doesn't want any part of with uh, offensive Jackson. That's it. With the Ravens here, um, it's, a, it's a running team, right? So w- if you're a wide receiver and you want to be, you want to be the show, how, how do you, how, how do you put yourself in that, in that, in that element? Whereas with this, the Steelers, we're trying to go back to more of a run-based team. Now we have, we have five, uh, five wide with, uh, Ju- uh, sorry, Juju, Claypool, Deontay, um, Washington, and guys like that, and Ray Ray. And then we want to use our running game for a little bit, but they want to bring in one flashy player and, and, and to, to uh, see what happens with that. I really don't know. Where, where do you guys rank? Like, this is, this is the big thing I went through last week. Where do we really rank the the Steelers? So they still think they're well. The media landscape thinks that Steelers are number three, but I don't. Re- I don't really. I don't really understand that. If the Steelers are number three, um, we if Steelers are number three, we wouldn't be talking about them right now. We still have 33, 34 people in the live chat. There is something this year. It's going to come from last year, winning eleven games. We sort a few things out, and like Cam said in his in his interview, it's only one game we lost. We lost to the Browns. But something has to happen where the Steelers still have a chance. That, that's all I'm banking on at the moment. Um, they have to have a chance, chance somehow. And I believe Maddie might come. Uh, he's, he's trying to get back into the live chat. So he's probably been watching on YouTube as well. But, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a funny thing with, with the, the NFL, NFL. It just seems like the only good thing or the only thing they talk about our Steelers is, is how, how bad they are or or there is a little bit of drama. We, we talked about it in, in um, part one as well. There was drama with Juju. But there really isn't too much news to do with our Steelers, which can be a good thing too, because we went through the, the whole AB drama. So I'm just looking to see, you know, head, head them out in Dominicamp, and then I really want to see them just go pad on a pad and just hit each other as hard as they can. Now, I'll try and get Maddie back in here in just a minute, but if anyone has any other questions about the, the Steelers or – um, my fandom or, or Australia would be awesome. We'll try and get Maddie back in here in just one second. Maddie, you're back on YouTube, mate. I certainly can. Where you been, <laughs> Ma- mate? I think I'm still having a technical <laughs> issue. I don't. What I think it is. No, no, no. What I think it is, right? Because I've got internet on every other device, right? I don't know if you can hear me. Everything's in visually, right? I, but I know we have problems with a lot of our guests. Yeah. So I know we have a lot of issues with us on StreamYard. And obviously, you know, today I, I wasn't able to access through our host portal. I had to go through the guest portal. I think they're changing, like they're managing the bandwidth for guests versus hosts because my internet's perfect. <clears throat> the computer is fine. And StreamYard, everything's becoming in slow-mo for me. And it's I've been trying to log in for half an hour straight. It's been blocking me. Well, before we get back into the Steeler talk, no, uh, I'm out. I, I've got um, Ezra here. Ezra says, I just watched Fighting Nimmer for the first time, Mark. Let's go swimming. 
that's a bit how I felt. Uh, well, Maddie just Maddie just dropped out a little bit then, so it must be the but must be the internet. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what's going on. My my internet's fine. However, we, we'll continue with the show. We'll go for the next uh, ten minutes, and I'll start to wrap it up. But then we have a comment from uh, Jeffrey Benedict here, another BTSC staff member. It says that Jeff says the Ravens season is going to be similar to the Steelers in 20, 2006 when they took the training wheels off Ben. Everyone said Ben wasn't accurate enough and was just a game manager. They were wrong. That's very, very interesting. Uh, we have Daredevil says Maddie is borrowing Lance's internet. Yeah, mine's fine. I'm not too, not too sure what is, uh, what is happening here. And look, to, just just to start to end it, um, I, I still I still think at this part and where are we in June? Uh, it's it's super fun to get hyped up around Big Ben and that that big uh, throw to Najee. Uh, I just I'm excited to to see our our Steelers back in uh, uniform again. Uh, the dream of mine the dream of mine would be to go to um, training camp and meet all meet all the fellas and you know meet. Uh, Jordan Berry and, and guys like that, and and to watch them in their craft would be awesome. Uh, I can't wait to get a to, to get a game over there as well. Um, but it would be fun to be in Latrobe. I know even the Steelers have, excuse me, the Steelers have um, uh, a men's fantasy game, which, which would also be interesting. Let's try Maddie one more time. Maddie, you there, mate? Hey, mate, I'm on the phone now. <laughs> All right. I don't know what happened. Are we good? It was like a parallel universe. Like you started slowing down. I could see everything in the comments were coming in. And then I raided the computer. I tried on the phone, whatever. My internet is, as I was trying to say before, is fine. I think StreamYard is like managing the bandwidth between like the guest and our usual host portal, which, you know, I couldn't get into that this morning. So anyway, I'm back. Thank you for holding right. the fort while I've well, been gone. Let's just say, so thank you to our audio listeners who have um, stuck around. We appreciate your your fandom. And also, thank you guys in the, in the, the YouTube YouTube land as well. Uh, I believe we'll, we'll just talk some Steelers football the best we can for the next uh, 15 minutes, and then, then we'll end the show. But if you've made it this far, you're a real trooper. And that, means, that just pretty much means the Steelers are going to win because, because our fandom is so high. And I, I might have read it on a little bit. I started talking a bit about Nemo because uh, Ezra said he, he saw Nemo the other day. And that's how I felt. I felt a little bit like Dory, that I was uh, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, and we made it through. So we've got Maddie on the iPhone. Uh, I want to get your thoughts, Maddie, on this one question here from this, from Steeler Chick who says, what are your thoughts on Troy um, heading into uh, the Hall of Fame and Dick LeBeau uh, the ceremony? Mate, it's it's going to be epic. I mean, this, this Hall of Fame you know, this year with, you know, it was missed last year. There's like, how many Steelers are going in? There's something like four or five Steelers are going in. Like it's going to be a big Steeler fest down there. And, you know, Ohio. I've lost count because there is, there's three from 2020. And I, I think there might be four with Alan Fanica in 2021. I believe. So you got Bill Nunn, you got Bill Cower. Troy. Troy. That's that's three. And then I think there's, there's four to do with um, Alan Fanica too. So it'd be amazing. I feel like there's I'll, one missing. Are we missing someone? I feel like we're missing someone. There could be, but like... Oh, Franco tell- Harris. Franco Harris. Is he going in as well? Was he? Being- yeah, isn't he going in? I, I, thought in. To, I thought to me it was already only four, but I could be wrong. Because when I was going there in 2020, or when I was meant to go there, 
Um, with Donnie Shell. Uh, Donnie Shell, did you name Donnie Shell? Donnie Shell, Harris is there. You go. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. There we go. Always get them mixed that's, up. So that's five. So five Steelers heading in. Yeah, that, that'd be even cooler. I, I was happy enough when I had my tickets uh, ready to go. I was going to see Troy, uh, Bill, and, and or Bill Cow and Bill Nunn. I was so excited, and everything happens. Uh, but I can't wait. I, I can't actually wait for the, those three days just to see our Steelers versus the Cowboys. We can smash them. We could, we had in the, in the live chat before. We had who's going to be the quarterback? Who's going to be your your preseason guys? At Rudolph, Haskins, Dobbs. So these kind of like string guys, uh, string guys are going to be on the edge, and they got to start to prove to, to be a Steeler, and then work through the ranks. And it's only we got four preseason games this year, so we're going to uh, test the depth as well. So what do you think about that? Who do you think that's going to be our number two or, or three? Is it, is it Rudolph over Haskins? Oh, mate, we're going to have to wait till the preseason to see that, you know. Um, I, I saw a photo from the OTAs um, of Haskins working out and, you know, the throwing action and what have you. And i got to say, he had that game face on. He looked like he was actually giving it a go. But, I mean, you know, a picture tells a thousand words and we don't know the other 999 of those words. Yeah, well, that's... That's the thing as well, because we're, even with those things now, like I even said, said a few moments ago, we're only in June. So we're, we're, we're picking apart one pass or two passes we see on film from 15 seconds or 20 seconds. However, this is like, this for me, if I'm a Steeler and you're heading into the, the, the new program, it's like going to a new, new university or like you just, you've got you to build the foundation from, from the bottom up. You know, you've got to go in there, you, you go and find your, your, your rack, your gym rack, your, your certain spot. You go and meet the, the, the ladies and guys who cook your lunch, stuff like that. You go and meet the fellas again. It's like the band getting back together slowly. And how fun would it be out there, you know, hanging with the Steelers? And if you're a player, and if you're a big band, this is like, I'm back to work. Let's go. Like, I'm, I'm, you know, so take it day by day. And we can't say, oh, Haskins had a poor delivery or Haskins didn't see that read. We're still in June. This is why This is why we, we love to talk our Steelers. But for them playing, it's it, it must be – an amazing experience. Like you, you would have been through uh, sporting codes, and and I would say some of the funnest part would be training camp, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it was always the build up to those first few games, though. When you come out of that training camp part, and those rookies will be really keen to sort of start to make their impact. And you know, you even think about a guy like a second year player, you know, like an Alex Highsmith or a, you know Anthony McFarlane Jr. Like those guys that really want to prove and build on what they did last year. I think particularly McFarlane Jr. You know, he didn't really get to, you know, show up as much as he probably wanted to. Highsmith's now taken over for Bud. You know, I still think you know a guy like a Quincy Roche, he'll be like coming out of the blocks thick and fast. You know, trying to get that first sack as well. So. I think you're going to see a real hunger in a Steelers team this year. Like the young guys want to prove themselves. A lot of the guys in the O-line like Kendrick Green and, and Dan Moore have talked about how physical, you know, Clem wants them to play. But then you've got all the guys from last year that ended. I mean, the guys were 11-0, you know, and they ended the season so poorly, you know, through injuries and bad play and, and the re- all the rest of it and COVID impacts and what have you and the schedule catching up with them. You just got to think this year they're going to mean business. I mean, even last year, right? They came out of the blocks, you know, pretty well. If you really think about it through, obviously they won 11 games straight, but through the first five or six games, that had all, I think, a lot to do with Ben missing a lot of, you know, 20, 2019. So you just got to think, I feel like we're, we're just building, building, building. And we've kept a, you know, people talk about all these losses of players. And I know we lost your mate in, in Hilton. And yes, we let Nelson go and who's still sitting there on free agency. And yes, Bud's left. But we've gotten better in a number of different positions as well, I think, from a prospect standpoint at least. 
I trust the Pittsburgh Steelers to be able to scout those guys. So I think we're building and I think we're sneakily good. And I like that we're flying under the radar. I like that everyone's riding us off, you know, because that's when we do our best. I even believe that, you know, we talked about, we're talking about, you know, this year. I even believe that the Steelers are heading into this year and next year we still have a good team. I think there are certain parts of our team and our defense can carry us for, for a little bit. Even if we were to let go of Big Ben and have a new quarterback, I still think we have a chance. I don't think we're on the rebuild or we're on, we're on the, the, the arrow pointing down to a certain degree. Uh, I would like to see a deep playoff run. But um, I've got a, there's a chat here from the Jerry Cherry Band. What if there's any chance that we could get a song made up about the Australia? <laughs> what, do you, what do you reckon? You know, he does all our intros for the, the audios here. He does a great uh, job. Oh, yeah. Is, it, is there somehow you can put a bit of an Australiana twist in there? And, you know, uh, although there's quite a few other songs that have the, the word then under in it. We have a, we have a uh, super chat from Snowman uh, coming in hot here. So let's have a look. Snowman, $5. Maddie, who on the offensive line? Are you, this is a great question. We might head into this and then start to wrap up. Who on the offensive line? Because I got my thoughts too. Who on the offensive line are you watching closely? Ooh. I mean, it's hard not to say Kendrick Green because you want Green to be that starter, I think, over BJ Finney. I, I reckon it's very hard to see the chat whilst we're talking on the phone. Like, I'm talking through the phone right now, but I dare say if I said in the live chat who would prefer Finney over Green, I'm going to get no one, um, you know, if you know, in, a, in an ideal world. So, you know, Kendrick Green's one to watch, but I'm watching Chooks, right? Because if Chooks isn't performing then that's going to put a lot of pressure on a guy like Zach Banner. And equally, it's going to mean that, you know, Dan Moore is going to have to step up real quick. The actual player I'm going to be watching is Dan Moore, but I think they're going to want to ease him into that O-line. You know, it's going to, they're not going to necessarily want to bring Dan Moore and Kendrick Green into the same O-line and get going. Um, My, I guess, hot bet, hot take is that I don't think Joe Hagel will actually make the final Pittsburgh Steelers squad. I think he's going to end up like a Wisniewski. Um, and there's a few other guys still available out there in free agency I'd prefer. That's just me. But, yeah, I don't see, um, you know, Haig doing that much for the Steelers at all. And, and yeah, so for me, it's it's what are those rookie guys doing? I know I've given a bit of a Dave answer and sort of said a few different guys there, but I think it's got to be Kendrick Green because we need Kendrick Green to adjust. And I have no issues with him blocking at that center position. It's more, you know, how can he spike the ball? How can he have the rhythm right for Big Ben? That's not something he's got a hell of a lot of experience in. But, hey, if he can get that right, oh, mate, well, I think we've got a, you know, pouncy the second coming through. Yeah, 100%. Well, Stoman's question says here, you know, who on the offensive line are you watching closely? So my goal this year is to watch, hopefully watch a bit more of the offensive line I normally do. Um, I'm inspired, actually, la- uh, last year with uh, Dotson, just the way his character, his mentality – uh, the way he talks about the Steelers, his passion, his drive. Actually, he's a man of a mountain kind of a human being. Um, he's going to be fun to watch, to to push characters over. I believe that how our success start, starts with that push up front and to knock someone over. I know the other guys on the other side of the football, they're, they're massive as well. But I believe guys like Dotson and Banner and Moore, Chooks and those guys really got to muscle up and they will muscle up. And I can't wait to see... To, see Dotson run someone over because because honestly we take it back to part one if you if you guys have came from from the start to the beginning about the leadership and what you know Juju says to do with the Instagram posts and stuff like that Dotson's a no fuss kind of guy he just says look I'm gonna go out there and play I love my Steelers and, I'm, and that, that's what that's what for me as a fan that, that's what I like to see I love to see them just put a hat on the hat 
run them over, and it's nothing better than seeing that. Now, before we end the show, we have Dave Shipley here, $5. Yep. Uh, says, the Rooks better get in shape. Long season even for the Vets. We need everyone. What do you think about the longevity of our Steelers and their health? I think he's 100% right. Um, <clears throat> take the running back position with Harris. Harris is not going to necessarily have this, the amount of snaps that we all think he will. They need to manage those snaps. That's a good thing. That'll keep him healthier, right? It's the reason why Roche is such a good pick. It gives me, it means, you know, you can spell guys like TJ Watt. I still think they need to get an elite pass rusher in there you know, in terms of, and by elite, I mean the best of whatever's available in that veteran market. I talked about that this week on War Room, who was available, sort of five different veterans there. Um, but in Dave Shipley's exactly right. It's why having four decent wide receivers is so important in Claypool, Juju, Johnson, you know, and Washington. You know, it's like why having tight ends, you know, having a guy like Freemuth in that can take the pressure off Ebron to a degree is really important. And Jalen Samuels may be playing an H-back role because I don't think anything of Gentry or um, Raider or um, it's Dax Raymond or whatever his name is as well. It's why having a defensive line core of like, you know, Cam Haywood, Tuit, Wormley, Alawalu, you know, Davis, Bugs is so important as well. So, you know, even those, look at all those undrafted, you know, cornerbacks and free and, you know, safeties that we've got as well. You know, that's going to be really important. So D- Dave Ship is exactly right. We need some rookies to step up and I think we will. And if they're worked in so they get some experience in the, in the first half of the season and they're able to learn from that, they've, they've start to get some tape that they can evaluate at the NFL level and they start to watch that hopefully by the back end of the season. We're able to really manage people's time. And then we go into the playoffs feeling a bit fresh, you know, compared to what we might have previously. Well, even for the rookies now, what if we go on a Super Bowl run? That's 24 games they have to play. That's a long season, isn't it? Very long season. If they're going, if they're playing the preseason, they, they got to put their helmet on and they still got to be part of the team. Heading into the, it doesn't matter what role you play. If you're coming in for uh, special teams or you're there for a few snaps or you do 15 to 20 snaps, they're still part of the practice, the the, the training, everything like that. Uh, 24 games, we go on a massive run. So the rookies will be important. And I, I believe there will be more of a rotation to do with our, our vets as well. Um, yep. This is a season, and, and Ezra, thanks for the comment. Ezra's even said it's a different year after after the CV19 now because uh, how, how the coaching will be. Um, it's, a, it's a complete different ball game for everyone in the league, in the NFL league, adding another, another, uh, another game, the playoffs are longer. Um, the, the season seems to draw out a long time from, some, from September to February. So when, you, when you're crowned as champion and we say, oh, we should have it every year, it's going to mean that much more. It's going to mean like 100% or 110 times more than what we think it is. Just because we have that, the hardest schedule, we have four games in the preseason, we have, the, we have the 17 games normal, and if we go into the playoffs and win four games, that's, that's going to be an amazing feat. Now, Matty, before we end the show, I'll get your fi- I'll get your final thoughts on today's show and what happened and where do the Steelers go next? Look, mate, uh, I just think we need to keep rolling. The rookies need to keep developing, keep watching, be excited. Um, you know, I know the guys on the preview the last two weeks have talked about the offensive and the defensive coaches and what have you, and I think that's given a lot of food for thought, you know. It's going to – look, it, this, this season, just, it's going to be really interesting – I really like there's an interesting article on NFL.com right now around how Alu-Alu was, you know, and we've covered it, you know, on BTSC. So all the information about Alu-Alu is still there. 
but I thought it was interesting the takes they got from Alu Alu. And, you know, you talk about, we talked about maturity earlier in the show. And I really like the quote from Alu Alu where he basically said, look, I wanted to stay with my family in Pittsburgh. I upset a lot of people that are my friends in, you know, Jacksonville, you know, so I, I appreciate that. You know, my family, there was a lot of mixed emotions. My family had to do the right thing, all those sorts of things. But it just it got me thinking like, that's the experience of a guy like Alu Alu in the defensive line. And I think, you know, we talked a lot about the O-line and we talk a lot about the rookie, rookie wide receivers and we talk about the running backs and what have you. But there's guys on that defensive line that are young and coming through. You know, I forgot to say before, Loudermilk. You've got Loudermilk, Davis and Bugs. They're guys that, you know, we got in later rounds that we're trying to develop. I really like Coach Dunbar as well. If those guys, all they, if those guys only improve by 5%, you know, this season, the impact that we'll have on this Pittsburgh Steelers team by keeping guys like Tuit Alualu Haywood fresh will have a monstrous impact for then keeping the, you know, taking pressure off Highsmith and Watt, which then takes pressure off, you know, the secondary, you know, to make sure they're shutting down deep, you know, deep passes and shutting down the pass constantly. So you've got to think there's so many moving cogs, you know, in the defense, not even to mention the offense as well. And, you know, I just, I'm really excited for what that brings. And I'm, I'm really excited, you know, three months before we're someone was hitting even preseason. Um, but it's just every little bit of snippet of news or photos or videos that we get along the way, they're things to be really interested in and like start thinking about what they're going to mean. So yeah, it's starting to really get me pumped now. I thought that after the draft, there'd be a lull, but you know, it's exciting to see how we're building. Yeah, that's 100%. Uh, and, and I agree with you. I, I'm, I'm keen to, to, to see what well, Alawali play again and his maturity, mentality, leadership. That's what I think the Steeler team needs at the moment to be a little bit like the Patriot way, a bit more structure. Uh, still fun, but with guys like that, you've got to got to bring in the young blokes and they're going to play some hard football, but you've got to have that mentality for, for a leader like Alawalu. Uh, but Maddie, I'm going to end the show because it's been a crazy one today. You're, I was you're, going to say, you're here. Say, thank you. I was going to say, thank you everyone <laughs> for sticking with us. I don't know. I'm going to have to listen back to it and hear the craziness. But you guys have no idea what it was Look. like seeing Mark slow mo, and then I could hear him, and then I thought it was Mark's internet because of his went slow mo and what have you. But yeah. I just got to say thank you to everyone out there that joins us live. You know, you guys have obviously really made it a show today and, you know, apologies there. I don't know what's going on, but we're going to fix the host privileges for me so we don't have that issue next week. It does look like streaming hours cutting the bandwidth there. And then equally, thank you to the audio guys that stuck with us. Um, I, it's going to be an interesting show for me, interesting experience, because I missed half the show and I'm going to go back to listen to it. But then I'm in the show as well. So we'll, we'll get to see what that looks like. So a bit listen, of a crazy build. I I agree 100 percent with your thoughts. Uh, I apologize you guys for the audio guys on YouTube, and you guys are OGs for sticking with me on the on the uh, YouTube. Just let me ban Josh for one second. Bye, Josh. See you, mate. Uh, you're gone. Is he gone? Oh no. But yeah, thanks guys for for um, you know sticking with us. Been quite a weird show. Honestly, when the the internet went out, I felt a bit like Sam Darnold. I was seeing ghosts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but we stuck through. And that's the thing. If I can put, you know, what Maddie said, things like this happen in our world and things like happen with the Steelers. So if, if they go down uh, zero and four, got to stick with us. And you original guys and, and the YouTube guys and the audio guys, we love you guys. We love the, the Steeler Nation is here. Um, so these things happen in, in our life. And look, you're still here. So it's great. We could probably go on for another uh, 24 hours. We might do that one day, a live stream. 
but we've got to go and uh, have, have lunch and things like that. But no, we appreciate that. Um, next time I had no, I had zero notes for the solo show. So Maddie, next time, please tell me if you're gonna, you know, go back out and start digging trees up or something. But hey, let, mate, look. you can't, mate, you can't. Sometimes <laughs> you're gonna get knocked out like Rudolph, and sometimes you're gonna tear your elbow like a Ben, and you, the other, you're just gonna have. It's the next man up, mate. It's the next man up. That's it. But I, yeah, I was seeing ghosts. All right, okay. Find the silver curtain and uh, Steelers touchdown under. Go Steelers. <laughs>